0: Welcome to the Bringing Intimacy Back show, where intimacy is real. If you desire to intimately connect with yourself, your significant other, children, family, friends, community, and higher power, this show is for
1: you. We explore intimate topics, inspiring life stories, spirituality, and insightful tips on strengthening relationships. The show is hosted by Dr. April and her co-host, Coach K.
0: Let's get this episode of the Bringing Intimacy Back Show starting. We share with you today the secret power to intimacy to create a life you love or love the life you create. Now, here's your host, Dr. April and co-host, Coach K. Intimacy Back Show, where intimacy is real. How are you doing, Coach K?
1: I am doing wonderful. It's beautiful outside. Hot, but beautiful. Um, but how about yourself?
0: Good, good. This has been a wonderful month of June so far. And since that, you can hear the birds and the bees just, you know, buzzing around. And all there that is. buzzing is the buzzing of love, which is what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yes, and today is a, a holiday oh, as well, so... so. <laughs> What what holiday is today? I'm totally um Today is June 9th. Now it's oh. Oral Sex Day. So happy happy 69 to everyone. Oh, awesome. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yes.
0: The Oral Sex Day. Wow. Yes. Yes. And um all besides what most people think, but it's also all it's also verbal. Exactly. We have to think <laughs> outside of the box. Yes, yes, yes. So it's so important to tell the people that you love how much you love them. And if it's good, to show them too. Absolutely. Express Absolutely. all, Express those. all of those. Yes, definitely. So on our show, of course, we're a nonprofit. And in this nonprofit this month, we are honoring the Valerie House. And Valerie House is a great organization that helps works with young people in dealing with grief and because of losing a parent, a loved one. So if you're thinking about you want to, you know, volunteer time or money, check out Valerie'sHouse.org. Yes. Probably a much needed resource right now. now. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely for other people that are dealing with loss of a variety of sort. So it's a great resource to go into and to think about. And now to go back to what we were originally talking about in the sense of today, today we are going to, because, you know, we talk about a lot of things, but one of the basic concepts of life is love.
1: Yep. Yeah. Very basic.
0: Yes. I don't think I don't you want the magnitude, magnitude of the, of the need of for it. it. Right, definitely. And even from a um, spiritual person or a Christian person, and it says faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. And that is the thing that um, combines us and that is the thing that's different from us, from you know animals and stuff, but it's that love that we can show others and mm-hmm. have for others. And I am so excited because we have someone who specializes and love.
1: I'm very much excited to speak with our guest today as as well. well. Yes, good.
0: Good. So when we come back, we're going to um, bring on the the show Juan Lee, who is a transformational speaker, thought leader, and author about love. We'll be back in a moment.
2: Sex should not be the elephant
0: in the room. The fourth ebook of the Improving Intimacy book series from Bringing Intimacy Back It's All About Sex helps you navigate every which way you can tend to your sex life. Pulling out all the stops, dive into the sensual read
2: about sex toys, silky linens, and date nights. Improving Intimacy. It's All About Sex is available on Amazon, Kindle, Audible, and paperback.
0: Search Dr. April Brown on Amazon to view all her books on improving intimacy for yourself, spouse, and more. Welcome back to the Bring in Intimacy Show, where intimacy is real. Welcome to our guest, Juan Lee. Welcome.
3: Hello. How are you today?
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing just fine, and yourselves?
0: Oh, good, good, good. For some reason, if you could do your microphone a little, because I can't hear as much. Mm. Just so we can make sure we hear you very well. I can hear pretty good on this end. All right, but let me introduce Ron Lee. Ron Lee, he is the founder and executive director of Clear Journey, which is a nonprofit. He's been a Christian for over 30 years, and he has this message of love that makes it that doesn't make it so difficult. And some people think it's difficult and confusing, but it's not. He removes the confusion and tries to make it simple to understand. And he does it because he's found things that we all have in common. And when we have things in common, that's where the beauty begins. That doesn't divide us. And in religion, the vehicle of God, churches mocks and the synagogue are used to facilitate really the same message of love, you know? And so he has a program called clear journey and I want to welcome you one lady to the show.
3: Thank you for having me. Can you hear me now?
0: Yes. Awesome. Welcome. Yes. So um, this show is called bringing intimacy back. One of the main things that we ask is what does intimacy mean to you?
3: It means commitment and connection. It means commitment and connection. Um, but it does not mean that it doesn't take any work. Okay. Um, it means that you gotta work to just, dis- to determine and to build that connection that's necessary to facilitate that intimacy. And, um, and that, that starts on the inside of each individual. And it allows you to be able to develop yourself to the point where you would have that uh, uniqueness and that originality to present to someone to connect with. And that is what uh, intimacy means to me.
1: Okay. I love that, especially how you took that, you know, that connection piece um Mm -hmm. and you mentioned the work yes because i think that too many people just feel like oh because i love you things should just happen um and then speaking of love you know what is love
3: well um for me love is is a combination it it basically is first and foremost it's inner peace that ability to have inner peace but but the actual the actual thing that it is, is the actual, the the acting on behalf of another. Yeah. That's what you actually begin to demonstrate it. And so, and when you're able to demonstrate it, it's because you have this extreme um, emotion towards something or someone else that you want to demonstrate to them. And it's also allowing them to understand your motivation also because that's what we're basically depicting is our motivation of a very high emotion.
0: So what you're saying is it's about
1: action.
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: And that ties into what you were saying about doing the work.
3: (laughs) Absolutely, because it it starts internally and then you present it externally and that's when you begin to see that love; it's manifested because you have to give.
0: Mm-hmm. Where do you think people um, start really learning about love? <laughs>
3: that's, that, see, again, this this goes back to the confusion as to why I wrote the book is because it's really never taught. Mm. We're we're not we're 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 living in an age, and we're we're being we're being taught a selfish type of love. And that that is not love. That's a motivation that we've basically determined and we use love as a cover-up, as that catch-all because it's a high emotion that I'm going to demonstrate for my own good.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. um, I, I definitely agree with you that we're not taught love Sometimes we're shown love and sometimes we're not, but no one really teaches us hey, this,
3: yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's the, and therein lies the confusion. Right, right.
0: At what age should people start teaching about love? You know, it, 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 it's, it's never
3: too early, early, to be I'm honest. Be honest. With you. Um, no, because, because when, you, when understand you understand what it, what it takes, is, um, you cannot yeah. learn it too yeah. soon. Um, um, the family nucleus is where you begin to nurture that. that. Mm. And and, and, that's, and that's, you know, you, know, you, you use the, the example of a, of a parent to a child, child how they, a parent, how a parent cares and shows their love for the child, child and allow and the child to begin, begin to emulate, emulate that same thing, because it's, because coming, it's from coming from someone, someone who cares, cares for them, them without, without any, any um, negative or, or, or without, without anything any, in return, looking for anything in return.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think also kind of what you were saying is, it's that it's that um that. Early childhood and kind of childhood is what you're talking about.
1: You know yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in all honesty, when I do a lot of couples counseling, um, we start back there sometimes because that's the foundation.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, one of the things that I share with people is that when we get and we come into this context of understanding what love is it requires us to do some self-reflection and in doing that we have to do some deprogramming we've got to look into some self we got to look at ourselves in a way and say okay why did i do what i do what caused me to say what i said what made me do what i did and be extremely honest with yourself And that's where, you know, my book is called Love Made Simple, but it makes it, it's not easy to begin to correct yourself when all you know is what you have, what you've learned. And when you challenge yourself, it's not easy. You know, self-correction is probably one of the hardest things because no one is going to be looking over your shoulder to try to invalidate The fact that this is something that you and you alone have to deal with or even know because it's into the it's at that deep part where you got to dig to find out. This is where this came from. This is why I do this. And this doesn't have a positive response. This doesn't have a positive result on where I'm trying to go.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that, which is why I'm huge on you really can't trust or care for, or love someone else until you do those things for yourself. So holding yourself accountable can be be difficult.
3: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, but that's the challenge because we've got to begin, because here's the point. Self-correction is probably harder than someone else bringing it to your attention. But the fact is that many of us, are un, they're not. We're not receptive when people bring it to our attention because we're defensive as to who we are. It's where we, it's how we've gotten to the point where we are, and we are defending it. But so when we begin to do self-analysis, we're able to look in and say, "Okay, okay. I can be I can objective objected. and know and that, know it's, that true. it's true." When should people so?
0: I know you're saying this, but I think sometimes people have to realize when they need to do some self-reflection. So what does it look like when you're not self-reflecting?
3: Well, the, well, the thing first, is that being selfishness, <laughs> being selfish, when you can recognize that you're being selfish, and that's not easy because we have this self-preservation. We have this thing of what, what, what's in it for me? And see, the premise behind love is that love is greater. It's the system for humanity. And it's the ability for us to um, act on behalf of another. And we're all a part of humanity. And when we're able to act on behalf of another with no hidden agenda, but see, we have to have to give. And when we're giving it, we don't have any expectation of getting anything in return. It's just a freely freely givingness. And, and it's when we get to the point where we can do that, is that we're loved. We, we understand that that's what love looks like. But when, we, when we're all heaping things on ourselves, is what we're looking to try to defend and try to gain and gather stuff for ourselves, that's a good sign that we realize that we're, we're in it for ourselves and we're not really loving. We're, we're basically heaping things on ourselves because it makes us feel good. We're, we're after feeling good instead of um, being fulfilled and being and being reaching our potential. These are things that we're not being taught. We're not being taught what it really, what it really means to reach our potential, how to how to strive for our potential, and it's based in the connections that we build with these relationships that we've learned to give and pour into.
1: So it's like. Um... When, you know, when you're growing up and you hear and receive the empty I love you's from, you know, a family member, you know, just because you walk out the door, I love you, love you too. And it just becomes just these words versus the actions that are shown in the household. And so you almost get a distorted overview of what love
3: is because you know the words, but you don't know the feeling. And And in many cases, we pervert the words to justify the actions that are disserving, that are disserving, you know, I, we unfortunately have a good example of this at the, at the awards uh, ceremony, not too long ago. Um, when someone won an award, went up and did something that was very unprofessional, um, and, and then justified it by saying that love makes you do stupid things or crazy things. That's the kind of that's the kind of perversion that we use, um, in a demonstrating love because we use it to justify ourselves and what's beneficial to us.
0: So if one person is starting to look at themselves, what are one tool that they could do to start to reflect and be aware that they need to start to make changes?
3: Well what well love, 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 love is is basically um, is a list of attitudes, okay And if we begin to implement these attitudes of love in our lives, and it's not going to be easy, but recognizing that attitudes dictate our outcome in our lives. And this ultimately about living the life that's peaceful, full of contentment and having our needs met and understanding how we are to align ourselves so that we can reach, we can gain what it is that we desire. And that is max, is that fulfillment in life. That's what it's all about. You know, we think that it's about what we can get and what we can gain, but there's nothing greater than fulfillment. It validates us in so many ways that we as humans need we require that, and because of that, we need to understand that the things that we need to put in place are the things that will allow at that that fulfillment to occur. Most of us that we lose out in for out on fulfillment just in the way in which we view life in, and in itself. We, we we view it in a, in a in a in a in a defeative way, a defeative defeative defeatful way, so that we couldn't get to a a positive re, uh outcome if we had to so there so understand this and i'll leave you with this you are important you are necessary and what you have is sufficient now it's up to you to develop it so that you can give it
1: I love that whole thing. And listening to what you're saying, it just, it really reminds me of just a that's really close to me. And she will give to anyone. You know, if someone needs, she gives and gives and gives. But when I look at her, I can see the unfulfillment in her eyes. She does not ask or require of anyone the things that she gives, because in the era that she was brought up in, it was you make sure that everyone else is pretty much satisfied and self-love wasn't really promoted or taught. And so that's another, you know, imbalance, just like you were talking about that distortion. That's another imbalance. And where I think the shift of selfishness gets mis. You know, misconstrued just a little bit of. Uh, it's okay to have self love, and you can do that without being selfish. Like
3: selfish in a in a mean or ill way. It, it's it's very important to understand that self love precedes being able to love anyone else. Okay, because you have to have before you can give. You cannot give what you don't have and when you get in the positions of giving things that other people require of you and it's not yours to give you're giving from a you're giving from a negative perspective and that's not what we're intending to do we we're, we're not to be a mat for somebody else's benefits okay so it's it's only as we have to give that we give and that's why it's so important that love first illuminates this, these, these gifts on the inside of us that are abundant. Mm -hmm. They're not like you can take, it's like trying to take water out of wet. You you can't do it. You know, it's what you are. And when you're able to give what you are, who you are, oh, it's a, it's, it's, it brings you fulfillment because no one else has what you have to offer.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I just and what is she mid sixties, and she's getting to that place where she's learning that slowly that you know, no is not mean if you're saying
3: yes to you for a reason. Absolutely not, and that's why I'm saying we can to understand that we cannot give what we do not have, okay? And if what we have is not for us to give, it's not for us to give. I mean, we've got to understand that. And so as we as we desire to want to show love to others, it's not at our own demise. It, it, it's not, it's not meant for that. It's meant that we would connect, but it's based on the fact that I have to give, not that I give because you need me, not only because you need
0: me. I think Jesus was one of the greatest example of this because he loved and he took time for himself. And there's many times he set time aside to pray, to be by himself, to self-care, because his body and we're humans.
3: You're you're, you're absolutely right in the sense that he basically knew that what the requirements were to give were extreme. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was extreme. And to be able to be strong enough to give that which was going to be the ultimate thing that he had to be strong and well able to give that which was, and he had to be, he had to have what was what it would take to give it. One of the one of the the primary attitudes for love is sacrifice. And when you're able to be able to understand sacrifice to the point where you know that you have to give, no matter what it is, it's that that's where fulfillment comes in giving. And it's only because you have it that you can give it. And it's only because you've built up and you've you've gotten the nourishment and the 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 re, all of the things that you need to be able to give. That's why it's so it's so good to give because you have it. It does nothing to good and rot in your pocket or to you know have something that just because you had it, what did you do with it? What was it? How did it? How did it benefit anything or anybody?
1: And that's inclusive of knowledge.
3: Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, let's take that one step further because love is, the purpose of love is to protect and preserve humanity. And you and I have the opportunity in this dispensation to invest into humanity for the next generation. That's this cycle called humanity. It goes from generation to generation. And in only the present, are we able to invest into, the, into humanity? And there is what we're here to do, is to, to invest, invest into, into humanity. humanity.
0: One of your basic concepts about humanity is that we are all similar in some ways.
3: That's the the connection that that we all have no matter where you are on this globe.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think if people recognize that we're similar in many ways, then the
3: division can be smaller and smaller and smaller. If we if would focus on the things that we have in common, it would give us less time to try to look at the things that divide us because that's not what the connection of love is. It's to bring us together is to unite us, not to divide us.
1: So with all of that, what would you say the benefit of love is
2: hmm. <laughs>
3: there are so many benefits and i've spoken a little bit about them but ultimately the first one is that it teaches us how life works it's a system and life in of itself is a system it's a list of systems that's all we do is look out your window and see the systems that are in place and and love is the example of the system for humanity it basically connects generation to generation just as the seasons connect you know us together from fall spring summer and winter they connect that system connects the seasons together and we as humans connect generations through love based on you know our investment into humanity and then again it allows us to uh, teach us, teaches us about ourselves. It allows us to develop ourselves. It teaches us about ourselves, which is so very important because it allows us to look humbly objective, you know, into ourselves and say, okay, what is it that, show me me, I need to see me, you know? And then it helps us to connect with other people. And this is where we talk about intimacy. You know, if we don't do that part about finding out who we are, we can we struggle with connecting with people yeah. because we, we end up putting ourselves in places that we really ought not be connected to people that we shouldn't be connected to. And then time will determine and show itself to be that we shouldn't have been because we didn't do the work in the front end. It will play itself out in the back end and all of the damage and hurt and the pain as a result, that's some of the things that we learn to be able to find out how to establish those relationships. And ultimately, it allows us to see opportunities that we would not have otherwise seen because of the relationships that we would have forged, because we saw value in people that we would have allowed ourselves be open to. One of the three three, um, um, characteristics of love is that first and foremost, it's a a chameleon. It adapts to anything. It will allow itself to blend in and adapt. And in doing so, it will establish a a success, the possibility for success for all of us, for everybody. So because there is no you and me and them, it's all of us as one, it's one tapestry, it blends in. And then it's a conduit. It allows us to flow our gifts back and forth to one another without ever having to need or to think that I have any hidden agendas. It's just this freeness to be able to share with one another. And then the ultimate one is the third one is that love is a choice. Is that each and every one of us has the opportunity to engage in this thing called love on behalf of another Mm. it is no one has a has a corner on that market no one can stop you from loving
0: yeah and i was just thinking of the um another benefit which you already kind of mentioned is the benefit that when you truly love you take care of your body you don't put harmful stuff in it you know so just Drugs and a variety of stuff. And you also don't pick up guns and do all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you eat right, so love can actually save lives more.
3: It covers covers every every area area. in your life. When you begin to think humbly at life's, I mean, come on. This thing called life is so very fragile. Just the mere fact that we are in existence isn't a miracle in and of itself and so to understand that we're here on a temporary assignment with a Mm -hmm. system with a with with a body that is a miraculous thing then we need to be able to be a good steward of it because it's temporary and this is the only thing that we have to invest into humanity with so that we can allow humanity to exist into the future. We have the power to destroy this thing with our minds and our attitudes. And if we don't change it or check it, we're on the verge of it.
1: Yeah. You, you, you spoke a mouthful there because just thinking about just the, the, the miraculousness of just us as humans, um, absolutely.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I know that you talked about um, a little bit about, you know, you have a, a book and I think you have some other things that are coming up, you know, for our audience. Can
2: Absolutely. you just let us know a
1: little bit about that and how we can find you? Because I know that people love to know more about you.
3: Absolutely. Um, actually, like I said, I'm uh, the, the, the founder and the executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey, where we demonstrate love through education, and empowerment to change lives. Um, and what we do is we take, and we we make, it's, the, it's about the application of love. And one of the areas in which we do is that we have a financial literacy program. It's called Life and Money. And basically we connect, we show how life and money has a connection that if we don't understand the value and how life works, we won't know how to manage our finances to get us to those goals that we desire in life. Mm -hmm. And so we have one of those programs, that program coming up, it's going to be a webinar, going to be online um, on June 15th, a week from tomorrow, as a matter of fact, um, that people can come and go to clearjourney.org and go to events and register. It's free um to come out and 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 see if there's something that maybe can help you navigate life in your financial um uh life your financial life um so i'm there we're there we also have other programs that we're going to be rolling out um where it has to do with navigating life challenges um building relationships all of these things are about practical applications in life love has the ability and has what we need to navigate life, and uh, and so what we're doing is trying to make it practical, so people can you know not take the confusion out of it and make it real, um, and that's where what that that's what Clear Journey is all about. Um, I'm also on all of the social medias: um, Facebook, Juan Lee Author is the Facebook, and I'm on um, Instagram at Juan Lee Author. I'm also on Clubhouse. Um, on Thursdays at 1 o'clock, it's called the Agape Love Room. Um, I have a co-host um, that we're on there. Um, that's about it. I'm also in the process of putting together a program. Um, it's going to be a program basically about life. You're it's going to be a self-paced uh, program that you can learn these these attitudes and principles for yourself. Um, so that you can navigate life successfully.
1: Well, I thank you, and I know Dr. April thanks you um, for being a part of this show. We always, you know, love having amazing guests, and all about love, especially on this holiday. Oh no! So- yeah, I heard
3: about the holiday. <laughs>
1: Uh, so how we can express that love uh, verbally. So um, thank you again for being I uh, guess on the show and letting us know how we can connect with you more. Um, we will take a quick break and then we'll be back with bringing intimacy back where intimacy is real.
3: Thank you.
2: mm mm-hmm. Renew your connection and your love in beautiful Costa Rica. We'll make sure it happens. Vacation Counseling provides intimate couples retreats, including one-on-one counseling, yoga, and nature outings to help you and your partner rekindle the passion. Our experienced team of counselors works with one couple at a time to improve intimacy, communication, and more. Enroll now at vacationcounseling.com.
1: We are back. (laughs) It was a very good show. I love the topic. Me me too. And I love that we had a male figure here to speak more on it. You know, I'm not saying, you know, I want to be sexist in any way, but when we're able to have um, a male perspective come to the show, it's always a great thing because it, it opens up this platform. To more men being open to speaking about these things, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and I love the simplicity of love, and if we can just yes. do that, yeah, it solves all the issues in the world, basically.
1: Yes. it absolutely, it absolutely does. does. So, so everyone, so who's listening, listening, make sure that you get a hold of um, that webinar that Mister Lee was just talking about, and. Make sure you're also right back here with us in the coming weeks because we have some amazing shows coming up. So on next uh, Thursday, June the 16th, we have Anna Leonarda here with How to Date with Sexual Dysfunction. On June the 23rd, we have Tracy Owen with Giving Voice to Female Sexual Pain. On June 30th, we have Coach Lee Hopkins with Developing Intimacy with Yourself and Others and then on July the 7th, we have Andre Paradis with what is the number one reason men and women fail in love? Now, we definitely don't want to go far without reminding you of our charity of the month, which is Our Mother's Home. So you can go to ourmothershome.org so you can learn more about that. And just remember that we are here every single Thursday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time unless we're on holiday and we will let you know. So make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter, and that is Bringing Intimacy Back. I thank you all for an amazing show and we will see you next week.
2: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Bringing Intimacy Back. We hope you enjoyed it. You can also find us at bringingintimacyback.com and Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter. Dr. April Brown's five-book series, Improving Intimacy, is now on Amazon, available in Kindle, Audible, or paperback. We'll see you next Thursday, live at 3.30 p.m.